0: Welcome to episode 51, Cultivating the Chic in Every Day with Jennifer L. Scott. Jennifer L. Scott is the New York Times best-selling author of the Lessons from Madame Chic book series. She's also written Mademoiselle Chic and Connoisseur Kids. Jennifer is the creator of the blog and the YouTube channel The Daily Connoisseur, where she explores the fine art of living. She and her husband, Ben, have four children, and they divide their time between Southern California and the English countryside. In my conversation with Jennifer, you'll discover Jennifer's inspiration for her book series, The Benefits of Having a Capsule Wardrobe, How to Elevate the Every Day, Why It's Important to Indulge Yourself, and Easy Ways to Live Well, Even When You're Busy. But first... Are you ready to take your style to new heights? Join me for this powerful workshop to help you set your intention for your style and get clear on how you want to show up in 2022. Ditch the frump, say goodbye to the rut, and let's help you dress like you mean it. Join me in person at Style Finder Boutique on January 1st or virtually on January 2nd. And together, we will craft your ideal style and create an easy strategy that makes getting dressed fun again. Plus, you'll save time, money, and frustration by planning out your look for the year and knowing exactly what you'll wear and how you'll wear it. In this workshop, you'll gain clarity on what image you want to present this year. You'll craft a strategy that supports you all year long. You'll awaken your desire to look and feel beautiful. You'll step into your best self. You'll discover how to take your style from good to great. And you'll uncover how easy looking chic can be. And so much more. Join me and other women in the Style Finder community to cultivate your ideal image and begin your journey to rediscovering your style. Click the link in the show notes. And if you sign up before December 25th, you get a free bonus workshop, Wear Color With Confidence. This workshop alone is a $4.97 value. So click the link, sign up in person or virtually, and I will look forward to helping you jumpstart your style. Welcome to Style by Mary Michelle, a podcast designed to empower you through personal style. I'm your host, Mary Michelle Nidefer, a master style coach, founder of Style Finder Boutique and creator of the Style Finder ID system. I'm here to help you know what to wear, how to wear it and how to get dressed in seven minutes or less. Let's go. All right, so Jennifer, hello and welcome. I am so thrilled to chat with you today.
1: I know it's so nice to see you again. Thank you for having me on.
0: Yes, it's been gosh, it's been a while since we've talked. Have, several years. <laughs> yes, yes, and I remember our first interview way back when. Yes. Just it was just so enlightening to hear your take on style, and so anyway, we've got lots of great things to chat about. But first, take us back to where your story with Madame Chic and the Daily Connoisseur, to where it all began.
1: Sure. Well, the Madame Chic story began when I was in college. And uh, when I was a junior uh, at USC, I studied abroad in Paris and I stayed with the French family. And so I learned so much from staying with this family. They were a very Formal family, very traditional. I don't even know if this type of family exists today in Paris, but you know, 20 years ago when I stayed with them, uh, it was just an anomaly for me. So uh, my experience in Paris really changed my life, especially with regard to my style. Mm -hmm. And then uh, you know, about a decade later, I explored it by writing a book about it because the story stayed with me and it influenced my life so much. I thought I need to share this with other women. So, yes, yeah, so I have a blog, you know, The Daily Connoisseur, my YouTube channel where I explore continually explore the concepts from the books.
0: Yes. Now, one of the concepts I think I've heard you talk so much about and that we've chatted about before is the 10 item wardrobe. Yes. Tell yes. us more about that and tell me just, You know, how you put that into play in your own wardrobe. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, um, the 10-item wardrobe, it's an interesting concept. I did a TEDx talk on it because I thought when they invited me to do the talk, I thought out of all the things I write about, what's the thing that could probably help people the most or would spark an interest the most? And of course, it was the 10-item wardrobe, which I inadvertently discovered when I lived in Paris, because like many American women, I had a closet completely full of clothes, just there was no rhyme or reason to the shopping or the style mm. or the keeping or the getting rid of any there was no no thought behind anything i just liked clothes and i wanted to look good like most women do so when i went to paris i had two suitcases giant ones full of clothes and then i get to my room and there's just this tiny little wardrobe it's not a closet like we're used to like a built-in closet it was a piece of furniture mm. and it had 10 hangers in it and i'm thinking uh, what am I going to do for the (laughs) the next few months with my clothes? So I lived out of my suitcase for a lot of that time. But what Mm -hmm. I noticed when I was there that the women that I was in contact with, not only Madame Chic, but, uh, Madame Bohemian, another French mother I observed and my teachers, the French women I saw on a regular basis, they, they weren't clothes horses. They weren't constantly, uh, I saw them in the same things all the time. Basically they were repeating their outfits, Hmm. And I didn't know the term capsule wardrobe back then. Uh, I didn't even know it when I got back to the States, but in my head, I thought there's, I have too many clothes. It's creating a problem here. And actually the less, Hmm. uh, outfits you have, the more freedom you have when getting dressed. It's a strange paradox, but it's absolutely true.
0: Yes. So, Yes. Yes. As a style coach, I've certainly found that, you know, I get into clients closets and have for years and I walk in and they're just overflowing yes. and they don't know what's what, but the crazy thing is it seems like, you know, so many women have this many closet filled with clothes, but they're only wearing, so they're probably really working with That's a right. capsule wardrobe, but they just don't realize it.
1: Yes. At most women do. They do wear the same things over and over. Now, what I find tragically. Is that a lot of women, where um, they want to express their style, they want to dress beautifully, but because of circumstances or their friend circle or their with, where they are in life, they tend to wear um, exercise clothes every day mm. because it's just easier, it's more comfortable, and um, they do have nice clothes, but they mm. just don't wear them for whatever reason. And I encounter a lot of that on my channel. And I really encourage women, you know, life is short. If you want to express a certain style and and express yourself with your style, do it now. Don't wait. Don't wait till your children are older. Do it now. What's the worst thing that can happen? I always say you might stain your blouse. Well, at least you used it, you know. At least you wore it, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> oh yes, you know, I have. We actually have a clothing boutique, and so many women come in the boutique, and they're like, "Oh, I want to get out of my yoga pants, but I just don't know." I think there's this misconception that if they're not wearing their exercise clothing, they're going to be uncomfortable.
1: I know, which is which is honestly, it proves that it's mental, a mental shift, mm-hmm. because I personally would be uncomfortable if I was yeah. in my exercise clothes in a, in an, in an appropriate setting, if I was anywhere other than the gym or exercising, mm-hmm. I would be uncomfortable. I wouldn't be comfortable going to the school and having a teacher conference and, you know, so, but a lot of people are comfortable and they're uncomfortable getting dressed up. It is honestly, it's a decision that you make
0: Absolutely. Mentally. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's been so interesting with owning the boutique. So many of the clothes that we carry in there. I tell my clients like these pants are just as comfortable as yoga pants and they look far more put together, but you're not going to feel the difference. It is just a mental shift. Mm-hmm.
1: I was going to say, I have a pair of silk trousers. I always have a pair of like silky type trousers in my mm-hmm. wardrobe and they are so comfy. They feel like pajama pants, Yes, but they're so chic and they, they're like little joggers. Mm -hmm. And I imagine they're so much more comfortable even than yoga pants are. I don't know. I don't wear yoga pants. You know,
0: I was listening to a podcast the other day and I can't remember the brand of the clothing, but who the woman I was, that was speaking was talking about how she woke up in the morning and had on these really fabulous sleepwear, loungewear, pajama type things. And she basically threw on a cardigan. Sunglasses, lipstick, and shoes, and left the house. <laughs> and she was like, "You know, I feel so put together and so elegant." They yeah. weren't pajamas; they were, right. you know, loungewear that looked a little bit more appropriate. But she said, "Her husband was mortified."
1: So a like, lot really. of a lot of loungewear is very pretty now. So I can yes, see that I mean, maybe some of You can't
0: even tell the difference. I know. Yes. So what would you say if someone loves this idea of getting started with a capsule wardrobe what would be some of your go-to pieces that you would recommend for this time of year
1: It really depends on where you live and your lifestyle and there is no blanket answer for anybody but you know I live in California in a very mild climate so the winter here is not that big of an issue I could still wear even some of my things from spring, summer, if it's like the right color, Mm -hmm. um, as opposed to someone who maybe lives in England and it's colder and rainy and everything. So it just, you have to look at where you live, your circumstances in life. Are you a young mother with, uh, or a a mother with young children, Mm -hmm. or are you a working professional? I mean, it really varies per, uh, for each woman. You just have to sit down, take the time to sit down and think about your own life and what you want from it. And mm-hmm. a lot of people think, oh, well, I have to dress like Jennifer. No, no, you don't have to dress like me at all. In fact, I don't want everybody to dress the same. Just what that, what I encourage women is, what is your style? What yeah. do you love? Are you like the bohemian free-spirited type? Embrace mm-hmm. that. Or are you more classic and tailored, like a Jackie O type? Then embrace that. I mean, it's just, it is honestly just about what you are, what you love in life, you know? So based on that, then you can build your core items. The 10 core items is what I call them. And then you bring in extras, things like sweaters, cardigans, accessories, um, that kind of pull everything together, but everybody should have, every woman should have a beautiful blouse.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: think I love your blouse. I don't know if that's a blouse or a dress. Oh, thank with you. A leopard. It's so pretty, thank a beautiful blouse. Um, if you wear pants, I know a lot of women who just gave up wearing pants. They don't like wearing pants, but, uh, if you wear pants, a nice pair of jeans, a classic pair of jeans, Mm -hmm. um, a nice pants, like my silk pants. Love. I love it. A dress. Every woman needs at least one dress. Come on, ladies, let's wear the dresses again. You don't have to feel uncomfortable. It's strange that we flipped where women used to only wear dresses. And now it's like, they want to but they feel uncomfortable. I received a comment on my YouTube channel the other day from a man. And he said, <laughs> I rarely get comments from men, but he said, you know, you, um, he mentioned something about me being extremely old fashioned. It wasn't a, it wasn't an insult. He left a nice comment, but he said, you know, I don't know what to make of you. You're so old fashioned. You wear a dress while you clean the kitchen. And I'm like, why is that an old-fashioned all of a
0: sudden?
1: <laughs> okay. you well, know, and now it's about, weird if a woman wears a dress, you know? Yes.
0: Well, I tell clients like dresses are my secret weapon because mm-hmm. you know this, they're so easy.
1: Yes. You don't have to match them with anything. I mean, they're, it's a one piece basically.
0: Exactly. And these days, you know, the trend is actually to wear sneakers with your dress. So, mm-hmm. hey, like, how, you know, how can you get much more comfortable than that?
1: Right, white sneakers. I love that. Got to be. It's yeah. like wearing it's a nightgown. Nice
0: yes, mm-hmm. yes. I'm like, and it's one piece. You don't have to think about what goes together. Just know. throw and go. I love wearing dresses. Yes, I love them. Yes, dresses are good. Now let's talk about beauty routine. I okay. know that you are a big fan of less is more when it comes to skincare.
1: Yes, that's true. Um, I d- developed this over time. I think that I am a YouTuber. However, I think there is a problem with getting all of your information on YouTube, because when I was a younger woman, I would watch skincare routines on YouTube Mm -hmm. and I would watch these really complicated routines where girls in the morning were all this cleansing and all the serums and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like writing this down. And then in the evening, the same thing repeated. And I learned over time for myself that in the morning, the best thing for me is to Splash some water on my face Mm -hmm. and put on a sunscreen. I don't cleanse because what I was doing was stripping my skin of oils by over cleansing it and putting too much on it. So I just splash water on, I put on a sunscreen, that's it in the morning. And then in the evening, I take off my makeup and it's still evolving. I -hmm. used to use uh, makeup remover wipes, but then I saw a dermatologist say that that's not ideal. So he, he suggested cleansing twice, once with an oil and once with a, like a cream based cleanser. So now that's what I do. Uh And, um, I use a BHA or AHA exfoliants and a cream with retinol Mm -hmm. and a vitamin C serum. So it is very basic, but I'm very happy with my skin happier now at the age of 41 than I was ever in my twenties or thirties.
0: Well, you, from what I can see, your skin is fabulous. Thank you. So is yours. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Well, I think what you eat pays, you know, that plays such a part of that Mm -hmm. drink, how much water you drink. It's like what you put in your body definitely affects that as well. Yes, I agree for sure. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to skincare and your beauty routine, less is more when it comes to makeup. Mm -hmm.
1: Yes. I agree with that too. And it's all about what you're comfortable with because I am a it's Style-wise, I'm pretty conservative. Like I never try um like a blue eyeshadow on myself, for example. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or yes. you know, those like, but but some women look great in them. So it's again, it's not me telling people not to do that. It's just that I'm more comfortable with more uh colors that are more in tune with my own skin tone and things like that.
0: Mm-hmm. So yes. Yeah, I'm a huge advocate of women finding their own style. Yes. Finding what's right for them. And I think, you know, it just that experimentation and trying things, especially when, you know, years ago when we were younger, I know I used to try some crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah. But I think as we get older, really knowing ourselves. Mm-hmm. How would you describe your style, Jennifer?
1: That's a good question. It's evolved over the years. I used to describe it in my 20s as laid back luxe because I'm in California mm-hmm. and I would love like a, a Jersey dress and some uh, T-strap sandals and a shawl and that type of thing. As I grow older, it does tend to be more, um, you know, that's really funny. I I haven't thought about a specific style term lately, but elegant and sophisticated is what I'm always going for.
0: Yes. So I could totally see that. Those those would be words I would choose to describe you. (laughs) Okay. Oh, Thank I you. Would say maybe a little classic with a little yeah. bit of romantic mixed in. Yes. Maybe a little whimsical.
1: Yes, definitely whimsical. And yeah. sometimes I share things on Instagram and people they're like, no, you know, I wore <laughs> <laughs> people all the time are just like, no, I don't like that. Or I don't." it's funny. Cause I don't ask for opinions, but <laughs> I, was say. So well, I just it. post a picture. They're like, what are you wearing? But you know, what I say to that is Pers- you know, persist because I think women are afraid of that. They're afraid of, okay, well, if I wear the leopard shoes yes. and it's people don't, cause I have these leopard mules that I wore with a black dress mm. and I love the look. I love it. Uh-huh. I loved. I wore it again this recently. And I had people on Instagram saying, those shoes don't go with the dress. I don't like this. I don't like that. And I thought, you know,
0: thanks. First of all, nobody asked you. No, kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Leave it to Instagram, like offer instant opinions.
1: (laughs) Oh, well, it's funny that I say that because I know people don't ask for my unsolicited yoga pants advice either. So I get it. But at the same time, I think women are afraid to express their style because they're afraid that someone's going to look at them and think, what is she wearing? But let me just ask you this. Have you ever seen a woman out in public who was truly expressing her style where you were thinking, what is she wearing? Even if it's not your style. No. I haven't. I, whenever I see somebody dressed well, I just, I love it. Even if it's not my style,
0: mm-hmm. I think,
1: oh, they look beautiful. I love yes. that. Even if I would never wear it, I just think. And so just mm-hmm. keep that in mind. Social media really hyper inflates things and you get people saying rude things to you that they would never say, or even think in public. Like if mm-hmm. somebody saw this outfit in public, they'd probably think that looks kind of cool. You know, mm-hmm. I'm used to seeing people in jeans and yoga pants every day. I love that. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Well, I think you're right. I think so many people are afraid. Oh, with somebody going to think, and they're afraid to step out and try something different because they're worried about judgment or criticism or something. But what they, do, I think they don't do is they don't give themselves permission to try, to experiment, to play around and really get to know what's right for me.
1: Yes, exactly. And it's a shame because, like I said, life is short. I think you hit a certain age and you realize, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. what have I been doing for the past four decades? Like now I have to really think about it.
0: And uh, Mm -hmm. it's, it's very important. For sure. Yeah. It's so amazing to get on Instagram. And I mean, there are women on there of all ages, but some of these women that are, you know, 60, 70 plus they get on there and they're the fullest expression Mm -hmm. of their style. And it's so amazing. I know. I know. It's very inspiring. Yes. Yes. So let's talk about, you have a whole chapter, actually, I'm going to hold up your book because I love the cover and thank I know you. it's a few years old, but it is timeless. And this yeah, cover is very whimsical. Yes, I love it. But you have a whole section devoted to living well. Mm-hmm. And that, I I take it was inspired by your time in Paris. Yes. But what, what would be some of the biggest things, your biggest recommendations for say a busy mom or a busy woman, if she wanted to live well, what would be some easy tips that Mm. you would encourage her to incorporate throughout her day or in her life that would make a difference?
1: I think my biggest message that I have been sharing with people lately, women is to not lose yourself. Mm -hmm. not lose your passion in life. And it's very hard if you're a busy mom or you're a busy working woman to, to lose all the things you used to love or the things that used to make you happy or passionate. And so whatever you can do to incorporate those things back into your day, especially with your life at home, it's important. So listen to the music you love. You don't have to listen to preschool music all day long. You know, your kids can listen to what you like to listen to. I always tell women, you are a whole person. You don't Mm -hmm. have to completely sacrifice everything you love for your family. And it's not doing anybody any favors, you know, so put on the music you like and um, take time to read a book and tell everybody, um, mommy's going to be reading for the next half an hour. Please don't disturb me. Mm -hmm. And it might take a while for them to figure that out. But, you, you know, over time, they'll get used to that. You doing that. So take time for yourself to incorporate beauty into your day and, and to not lose that passion. A lot of women used to play a musical instrument like the piano or something like that. Mm -hmm. If you have a piano in your home and maybe your kids take lessons and you, you haven't played in years, why don't you surprise everybody and sit down and play? And that adds beauty to your day, you know? So I'm just such an advocate for women, not losing themselves in marriage and motherhood and in the workforce. To just, mm-hmm. it's very important to keep that creative fire mm-hmm. that we all have, I think, uh, burning. Yes,
0: I think that's so important. There's a woman that I'm friendly with and she, uh, her daughter takes violin lessons and she's mm-hmm. always wanted to learn how to play the violin. And so she got herself a violin and she's taking lessons too. I'm like, you go, girl. Oh, you know, I love like that. Too old. That makes me so happy. Yes, I, I love know. stories like that. <laughs> I know. So as far as every day, let's talk about dining and food. How Mm -hmm. would you, I feel like, you know, especially with our busy schedules, so many people eat on the go, they eat on the run, meals, you know, we find ourselves eating in front of the television. What are some things you think that we can do, especially over the holiday break with, you know, hopefully more families getting together, people being home from school? What are some things we could, bring into our lives to, to live well, to make dining more of an experience or a ritual and not just something that's quick and easy?
1: Well, I like to make every dining experience an experience of some sort. So Mm -hmm. I never think that we should be casually just kind of sitting down, not thinking about it. Um, I like to lay a nice table, like a tablecloth or placemats and then nice dishes. Don't save your best dishes for later. Use your best dishes now. And if you're going to wash the dishes, it doesn't matter. It's like, it doesn't matter what dish it is, you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. unless it's like your extreme fine China that you have to do by hand. I get that, that you don't want to do that. But a lot of people have dishes that they can put in the dishwasher. And there's no difference between, you know, the Spode Blue Italian and another white plain dish that has like cracks in it or something that you're holding Mm -hmm. on to. It's the same thing with the clothes. It's like, wear your best, use your best on a daily basis, the cloth napkins. And -hmm. even if you're eating an informal meal, it still makes it so elevated and beautiful. So Mm -hmm. um, I would just encourage people to just make everything an experience when you're dining, every time, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: whatever you could do to make it like that. And it's, it's a very special, it's a magical time. It really is meal time.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah, I love setting a table. And in fact, one of the things that I did during the pandemic, we couldn't travel, right? And so right. I went through a phase and wanted to, like one week, I would cook French. And I remember going to the thrift store and I was dropping some things off and happened to pop in and found this beautiful set of French uh, dishes, plates cups. I mean, the whole thing, beautiful floral with gold rim. I mean, it was nothing fancy, but I thought, Mm -hmm. you know what? How fun to just treat myself to this. And I still use it because I just, it just makes me feel happy.
1: Yes, absolutely. And I always tell people that they they say, I don't have a budget for nice dishes. You can find nice dishes at garage sales, at the thrift store, at estate Mm -hmm. sales for next to nothing. Absolutely. Um, especially because people don't care about it anymore. You know, we found a, a China hutch in our, like a local neighborhood online thing. Mm-hmm. And it's this beautiful hutch for, it was like $300 or something. Mm-hmm. And the, and there were so many of them available because nobody has China. Nobody wants to display it. Nobody cares anymore. So you can <laughs> find this stuff for good prices now.
0: Huh? Well, that's, that's fascinating. Well, my mom asked me recently if I wanted her China from, you know, when she got married many, many, many years ago. And I, you know, I don't, don't recall the last time I've seen it because it's been, you know, tucked away like a lot of people do. Yes. And I was like, oh my gosh, I would love that. And the colors happen to go with some of the colors that I'm using now. And I told her, I said, not till after Christmas, like that'll be, you know, a project in the new year mm-hmm. because, you know, I want to have dinner parties around that. You just be able to use it and really display it, enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I think a lot I receive. A,
1: yeah, I receive a lot of comments from people saying, um, you know, my great aunt passed away or my great grandmother, somebody and we were going through her things. We had no idea that she had such beautiful China. We never saw it or we had no idea. She had such beautiful nightgowns. She never wore them or she you know, it's like a theme. I, keep, I hear it so many times and it's you know, why? Why do we have it if we're never going to use it? So that's wonderful. That's really a blessing. Your mother's going yeah. to let you have so, it now.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm so grateful. Um, but why do you, what is your take on it? I mean, I know you've, you've gotten so many comments from people on your YouTube channels and talked with so many women, but why do you think that we want to save good for another day?
1: I don't know. I think about this all the time. It must be in our DNA or something from, I don't know, like the caveman time. I don't know <laughs> like do that or like the war. I, I don't know why we do this, but we almost everybody does it except for probably, um, you know, there's studies done on like old money versus new money mm-hmm. and like, you know, wealthier people, old money who it's been in their family for generations. Mm-hmm. They feel that they deserve to use these things on a regular basis. So they do, or, or it's all they know. Right. But then the rest of us, it, it's like, we think we don't deserve it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I really don't. And the same thing translates with clothing. Mm-hmm. And I always talk to women about this. This is what they really, this, what really sparks a fire is, um, undergarments and sleepwear. Yes.
0: yes. Because those Let's are the things that, that, you know,
1: not many people see, you know, and mm-hmm. then you just keep for, for whatever reason, they don't wear nice ones or they hold on to the most ratty, ill-fitting, things that are just you know and the, and it might be a woman who dresses beautifully throughout the day but then when she comes home she's putting on an old stained concert t-shirt and like mm-hmm. her husband's boxer shorts or something it's just a disconnect there you know yes. same thing with undergarments too it's like i don't it, i don't know if women think i need to hold on to this until it is so threadbare that i it can't be used anymore <laughs> it's like go through your undergarments and, and make sure that they're still good and found, you know, that they still fit properly and are beautiful. Mm -hmm. Why not? And, and, and the thing is, is that a lot of them have nice ones. They just never wear them.
0: Right. Right. Why? I don't know. (laughs) And that's something that's very prevalent among French cultures that they invest in really nice bras, beautiful panties, beautiful sleepwear. Yes. Tell me more about that. What was your experience with that?
1: Well, I didn't experience much of it other than seeing it in the shops and Mm. in the popular culture there. Cause obviously I didn't talk, I didn't talk with any woman about it necessarily, Mm -hmm. but you see that in the French films and the French stereotypes. Um, But I think what it is, it's, and people misconstrue that they think, oh, um, you know, lingerie is for a man, Mm. but no, I think, I think the way they think about it is for themselves. Mm -hmm. And that's how I think about it. I think um, it's not for any, and none of this is for anybody else. It's just for yourself. It's like, what's your style? What, what do you deserve? What makes you feel good every day? You know, and if you're wearing a beautiful outfit, but your undergarments are not up to par underneath, Mm -hmm. there's something wrong there. Especially if you already own nice ones and you're not wearing them for whatever strange reason.
0: (laughs) Exactly. You know, I talk about blind spots in your wardrobe and Mm -hmm. I did a podcast recently on, how to buy a coat. And I was talking about a a client that I had years ago. She had this beautiful wardrobe, but then we got to her coat closet and it was this big, old, ugly baggy, I shouldn't say ugly, but they weren't, they just weren't flattering. Mm -hmm. And it was a disconnect. She had this beautiful wardrobe, well-fitting that made her feel like a million bucks. But when it came to her, her coats, Mm. it just wrecked her look. But I see that so many women have blind spots Whether it's their coats or their lingerie, that's another big one, or their sleepwear. Yes,
1: Yes, I I probably have a blind spot, too. And it's funny, sometimes it takes somebody to call that out for you to Mm -hmm. even notice it. Uh, But that's really funny. You say that I'm trying to think, what would my blind spot be? I'm trying to think, I'm I know I have them, but I have a beautiful friend. She is just absolutely gorgeous. And she dresses really well. And we were just laughing. I remember we were in our twenties when this happened. So she's probably upgraded it by now, but we were all out to lunch and she pulled out her wallet. It was this like, um, <laughs> still laughing. She would laugh if she, if she listens to this, but it was like this torn apart, Wicker, not wicker, but like a rattan like wallet with a zipper and like it was held together with a band aid and a rubber band. And we were just <laughs> dying. Like, what is that? Yes. yes. <laughs> you know? And um and she's just like, she's like, well, it's not fully dead yet. I can't buy a new wallet until this completely collapses. And I'm thinking, <laughs> you need to get, I'm going to get you a wallet for your birthday. This is ridiculous. You know, but it's oh, like goodness. we all have that one thing where it's like we need to, and I, you know what, for me, a lot of the time it could be shoes because I'll wear my shoes into the ground mm-hmm. and maybe past when I should wear them. They mm-hmm. might look like some of my sandals. I might need to upgrade them. Um, sometimes I'll let them go two years mm-hmm. when really it, they only lasted one year, you know?
0: So. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm with you. So every once in a while, I ha- in fact, I did have one pair of shoes and I wore it until I just said, I can't wear these anymore, but they still made them and I love them. So I ordered a brand new pair. And I ended up selling the the, one, the ones that I thought I should just throw away. I sold them on Poshmark. I'm like, all right, well, somebody else can love them now. Um, that's yeah. fine. But um, yeah, I think we all just, we all do have this blind spots. I think for me, it used to be sleepwear. Not anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I treat myself regularly to really yeah. nice sleepwear and really nice robes. Yes. But, but I think we're all busy and, you know, there, there are certain areas that just, we can't give attention to everything.
1: That's right. Although eventually we should, you know, and that's why less is more. It's like if you're spending less, you're buying less and you're not buying that many things. Mm -hmm. It is easier to buy a quality item and be more fixated on making that a quality thing. So.
0: Yes. So how often do you recommend that women get into their closets? Well, on a regular basis, at least seasonally. So
1: I recommend that, um, for clarity's sake, that all women should take out the clothes that don't pertain to the current season, just take Mm -hmm. them out for, um, clarity reasons and put them, I put mine in canvas bins that I have on the shelves. I have a really big closet. So, um, (laughs) it's funny because I could fill it, (laughs) but I don't. And so, but I have these little bins that they're kind of out of sight and they're covered. And so I keep Mm -hmm. them up on the shelf with all of my spring, summer things mm-hmm. in it currently right now. And so now I'm, I'm only looking at the things that pertain to this season. So you, mm-hmm. I think that's important because that will help you. If you have to rifle through a mm-hmm. lot of things, then you're less likely to dress in a presentable outfit because it's work. But if you have a small wardrobe and everything is perfect for the season you're in, you could probably just choose one or two things. They go together already because you thought about it. And then you can put something nice
0: together. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yes, I used to have some clear bins that I would pack away mm-hmm. the items that I was not wearing that season. But, you know, some have a couple of girls. Actually, we have three girls and a son. And as some of our kids have gotten older and moved out, I've taken over their closet. Oh, you have? That's <laughs> so I, I have, have a second closet. Too. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> it makes a difference. But then I can just pull everything out of my closet that I'm not wearing.
1: Mm hmm.
0: And it just really helps to have that clarity and be able to see, okay, anything in here is an option.
1: Yes, exactly. It's about that clarity, making it easy for Mm -hmm. yourself.
0: Yes. Now, do you have any tricks when it comes to maintaining your clothes, like keeping your clothes looking good? Mm. Um,
1: I never wash, I learned this a long time ago. I never wash my clothes with anybody else's clothes in the family even mm. if it's a small load, because whenever I do that, I ruin my clothes. Like the other, you know, one year I thought, uh, I was washing my, a small load of clothes. And then I kind of like tossed some of my husband's stuff in there and he had these cargo shorts that had Velcro on them. Uh-huh. Oh. And then like, I don't remember what the garment was, but it, it was stuck to the Velcro. And then I was like, no, no, <laughs> why did I do that? You know? So Or there might be a crayon in something or I just never wash my clothes with anybody else's. I always just wash my own on delicate cold and then hang Uh dry and that. And but because I have a smaller wardrobe, I do have a heavier wear on my clothes, so they might not last as long. It just depends, really. Sometimes I'll have things last for seasons. Mm -hmm. Sometimes uh, it will only last for one season. Mm -hmm. So but if I am wearing the same thing over and over again, so it, it is really an experiment. And then you find the brands that you love that make really high quality clothing that mm-hmm. last a long time. And then you kind of stick with those brands, you know?
0: Yes. Jennifer, do you have a brand of t-shirt that you love that you could recommend? Um, that's a good question.
1: I have always found Michael Starr's t-shirts to be good. They're pricey uh-huh. though. I haven't worn those in a long time, but I used to live next to the boutique in Santa Monica. So those mm-hmm. were always high quality, uh-huh. but pricey. Uh, mercy, they do the sweaters that I like the wraps. They have t-shirts like a Breton stripe. Uh, -hmm. that's really nice. And then for less pricey items, I mean, land's end might be a good resource or Talbot's, Mm -hmm. uh, Bowdoin Mm -hmm. would be a
0: good one too. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. We, we have a couple of brands that we carry at, at style finder at our boutique, but it's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's always evolving. We're always trying to find like the perfect t-shirt. I know it's hard. And, and I always said, you know, I
1: went through a phase where I said, I am never buying a $60 t-shirt ever again <laughs> or a hundred because they're like 60 to hundred dollars for a t-shirt, you know, but yeah, but sometimes, I mean, it, so it just depends on what it is. If it's a t-shirt, like a Breton, a classic Breton stripe, that's going to last you a long time. Okay. You know, it's like, it just depends on what your budget is for the year.
0: Yes. But if it's a white t-shirt, I'm like, you're just going to have to replace it next year. Oh, I know. No, never. And I wouldn't get dingy ever and dirty. And and no, Nope. not doing so that coffee anymore. Or tea. Yes. I used to do
1: that. I'm not doing that anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. I've seen, I mean, I've seen some incredible t-shirts that are, you know, $150. I'm like, I, I just can't. No,
1: I can't. I just
0: can't do that. To I myself. don't wear
1: t-shirts that much anymore either. I find. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I've gone kind of, I'm a, I'm a bit of a rebel. I like to wear really dressy clothes on a regular basis. So uh-huh. I really rarely wear, I'll wear a Breton stripe. I like striped t-shirts. I like that look, mm-hmm. but I don't even have a white t-shirt right now. I need to, I probably should get one. But
0: yeah, one of my favorite pieces, I've got one on today. I've got, we've got these reversible nylon tanks. Oh, and okay. Like nice. Nylon and Lycra. And, and how is
1: it reversible? Thing. Is it a different color on the other side?
0: No, it's V-neck on one side and scoop neck on the other. Oh,
1: I see. So in the back reversible, that's awesome. I love that.
0: So, and they fit really well. They're just good layering pieces. So I've found that for me, for my style, I, in fact, it was, somebody asked me the other day about my favorite t-shirt or how many white t-shirts I had. I was like, I don't even have one white t-shirt because I don't wear t-shirts. I don't either. Yeah. I do wear my layering tanks. So Mm -hmm. that would be, um, you know, you were talking earlier about the top 10 or about your 10 item wardrobe. And I am so not a fan of the top 10 items. All women must have. And I love what you said about that. Mm. that, Right. You know, we're all different. Yeah. It's going to be different for your style, for your body type, for your age, Mm -hmm. for your lifestyle, for where you live. So I think like for me, you know, wearing the tanks instead of the t-shirts and you're not a t-shirt kind of girl. So Mm -hmm. Right. right. Finding those pieces that are right for you.
1: Yes. I think it's good to probably have one. I mean, I wear t-shirts when I go on long walks, you know, but they're like exercise t-shirts, you know, so <laughs> exercise yeah. clothes when I am exercising, I do do it.
0: <laughs> yes. Well, Jennifer, is there anything, would you like to share with how everyone can connect with you, where
1: we can hear more from you? Yes. You could find me on YouTube at the Daily Connoisseur. That's the name of my YouTube channel. And I also have a blog of the same name. Or jenniferlscott.com and it shares all my books and 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 all of that. So you can find me there.
0: Yes. Well, I and I will be sure to put all these links in the show notes. Thank um, you. yes, go follow you. Are you on Instagram?
1: I am at Daily Connoisseur.
0: Awesome. So follow her on Instagram, go read her blog. She's a wealth of information. I love all your videos. You do some very so you do fashion shows and all sorts of yes. little just fun, fun things. Thank you. Is there anything else you'd like to share with us today, Jennifer? I just want women to
1: express themselves beautifully, truly. Mm
0: -hmm. And that's
1: that's my message.
0: (laughs) Yes, I love that. I love that. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to Style by Mary Michelle, where women come to get dressed in seven minutes or less. If you enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave me a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you're listening. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Style by Mary Michelle and shop our boutique at shopstylefinder.com for the best in upscale casual apparel. Better yet, if you're in the Raleigh area, come see us. We're located in the North Hills Shopping Center, the premier shopping district in Midtown Raleigh. For details and links mentioned in this episode, be sure to see the show notes. Have a beautiful week.